I've had the privilege of sitting with 91 year olds and they're like, Hey doctor, if I would have known I was going to live this long, I think I would have taken better care of myself. If you want to live like you matter, ditch the pills, look great and feel freaking amazing. You're in the right place. I'm Dr. Wendy Trubo. I'm Dr. Ed Levitan. Welcome to the five journeys podcast. <laughs> where we empower you to live a vibrant and healthy life by optimizing your structural, chemical, emotional, social, and spiritual lives. Hang on to your hats. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Five Journeys podcast, Live Like You Matter. I'm Dr. Wendy Trubo. This is Dr. Ed Levitan, and our guest today is Dr. Greg Eckel. In practice since 2001, Dr. Eckel co-founded Nature Cures Clinic in Portland, Oregon where he shares what he calls Soraya's gifts with the world. As a loving husband and clinician, he took a deep dive into medical research, looking for cures to his wife's Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, a rare chronic neurodegenerative condition with no known cure. While he unfortunately didn't find a solution for Soraya, he, the information he discovered and now uses in his clinic is showing promise for thousands of people in their brain health. Welcome, Greg. Very excited. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. So how does going from neurodegenerative disease to longevity? That's that's a pretty, for one, you're talking about major disease that's majorly affecting people versus something that's going to prolong, hopefully, health span, not just lifespan. Right. Yeah. You know, I want to just, I want to live long and then just die. <laughs> right? I don't want to be into disease process or chronic illness. So, so it got me thinking like, heck, if these programs that I'm putting together are helping people that are significantly progressed into a pathology, what if we put it in for us now and, um, and really, you know, change the game and get into thriving? Like what does thriving look like? Like how do we, are we able to age backwards? You know, I most of the time feel like an 18-year-old kid. Like I'm giddy with excitement when I wake up in the morning to see, well, how does this mystery unfold today? And so I wanted to share that with people on the other end of the continuum of like, you know, I'm seeing this work over here. What if we just move the conversation on the continuum over into a wellness or health span discussion? And you know, lo and behold, it's one, it's a lot of fun. Um, two, it is, it's a whole different conversation to have with people. So I think I did it mainly for my heart of like, okay, I can help a lot of significantly prog progressed people in their disease process. And I also want to work on what, what does thriving look like? Like how good can it get? Like how, how, you know, along those lines. So that, and that's a fun conversation to have. So are there any, have you been able to boil down in your work on this, the top five things that set the stage for longevity? Talk about the top three, right? The top three killers, cardiovascular disease, cancer, and neurodegeneration. I, I think to make it more practical to people, because those are the top killers, one, the first tenet is don't die. That's a good thing, I guess. That's a really low bar, Greg. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the truth, though. Don't die is the first tenet of longevity, because the longer that we're around, 
you know, the advances in medicine that are coming down the pike in the next 10 years are phenomenal. I mean, I, you know, I get to talk with Dr. Anthony Attila. He's growing organs in his lab from stem cells from skin at Wake Forest. And I mean, that's miraculous in and of itself. That should be, you know, he's predicting within three to five years having FDA approval for that process. So, I mean, and those are solid organs. So that is like, the truth is like the longer you're around, the the more advances that we're going to see in medicine. But if we're going to talk about thriving, so from your, in the direction that you want to go on that, which I can do that, um, you know, we're looking at, you want to maintain the vessel for as long as possible in a fully functional, pain-free manner. Um, you know, I've had the privilege of sitting with 91-year-olds. Uh, you know, right when I started my practice, I'm sitting with 91-year-olds and they're like, hey, doctor, if I would have known I was going to live this long, I think I would have taken better care of myself. The accidental octogenarian. Yeah, right. And um, so having that is like, okay, well, you want to really maintain your joints. You want to maintain your muscles. You want to maintain your heart and you want to maintain your brain and not just maintain it, but you want to really is, are there ways that you can reverse the aging? So we can measure biologic age, which is not just your times around the sun, but it's your, how old do your cells think they are, right? So you've seen people your same age, they either look 10 years younger or 10 years older. Um, and, you know, for a variety of reasons, their genetics component, there's lifestyle component, stress level component. I mean, you look at any U.S. president and in the four years that they're in office, they age extremely fast. Um, and so, well, what is that stress levels, right? Um, and so stress, we know, uh, is a metabolizer. It will fasten, quicken your metabolism and accelerate the aging process. So you look at what can you do to slow the, that aging process, and then how do you reverse it? So well, let's talk about, you said, cardiovascular, cancer, and neurodegenerative. How do you prevent cancer? So that's the trillion dollar question right there. Well, I mean, you, you brought it up. You said don't I die. No, so. I did. So one, there's some early detection methods now. Um, so there are, uh, I believe the testing is getting more and more sensitive to picking up cancer in the body at earlier and earlier stages. So early, early detection is crucial. I don't have the answer on prevention. We do know there are certain characteristics. One, if you're a smoker, please stop. We know that that is um, very detrimental and also accelerates the aging, also has increased cancer rates. Um, sugar balances are another big one. So on the diabetes front to even um, uncontrolled sugar, so you can get measurements in blood with hemoglobin A1C, fasting glucose. And just to pause you there for a second, there is association with higher blood sugar with increased cancer risk. Yes. So that is there. And then I just want to make sure to go back, go back the one of the newest uh, tests that are out there is called Gallery by a company called Grail, Grail.com, I think, that we've been using for six months now or so. Over, over yeah, a year. Over a year now. That just came out a couple of years ago that really looks at the blood tests called the liquid biopsy and looks at 
uh, early cancer and can pick up pancreatic cancer and things that we have had no good evidence ability to pick up. So it's, it's a cool test. Right. Yeah, about 65 cancer um, varietals. There's also a test coming out of India from SAR Labs um, that they are claiming they can pick up cancer six months before it occurs um, in certain biomarkers in their blood. And they, they actually have a pretty decent uh, sample size. Um, so we're, that's not FDA approved in the States as of yet, but um, uh, it shows really great promise. So like I said, don't die is the first tenant because there are these, these things are like right on the horizon as far as like figuring it out. Um, and we do know if you can reverse the biologic age of an individual uh, by seven years, you, we can prevent about 50% of chronic illness from developing. So that is, um, there's some compelling evidence there in this discussion. Um, so on the cancer front, we do know there are lifestyle things as far as circulation, quality of blood. Um, hormone balances of like optimizing your innate intelligence as far as what um, what it needs to heal itself. So, you know, I operate from the, the understanding is the body can heal itself given the right information and removing obstacles to cure. Um, and so that aspect of it in the cancer realm, um, you know, there are things like um, senescent cells, you know, there's some senolytics that are now on the market to clear the zombie cells out of circulation. We know, you know, caloric restriction or time-restricted eating, there's great evidence on life extension with uh, a quality health span with those behaviors. Yeah, and the other thing I'll plug is uh, toxins are have a strong cancer. Well, they're innately inflammatory. So cancer to me is a state of inflammation gone terribly wrong, way out of control and growth. So manage toxins, reduce inflammation, reduce risk. Yeah. That's the way I see it. And I mean, we're, we're all exposed to crazy amount of toxins. And although we have a lot of, some of the toxins have some, some kind of profile in terms of their toxin profile, but nobody has a toxin profile with the hundreds of, toxins that are currently in our body and how do they work how do they interplay together and mess up our body even more so yeah i mean that i mean that yes i i mean i full-on agreement i you know professor Seralani, um who did a lot of the research in the european union on glyphosate and roundup in particular he's one of my heroes. oh don't get wendy started on glyphosate I'm presenting in two weeks or three weeks on it Awesome. You know, his research, I mean, it showed in the lab, Roundup was 99 times more more toxic than just glyphosate alone. And, you know, it was like mouse study after mouse study. It was like, wait a minute, there's something else in this slew. And that stuff is still sold in like Fred Myers here in the Northwest. It's like, wow, we are, we're Exposing ourselves to cancer-causing agents, and we wonder where cancer is coming from. Oh, our neighbors still spraying it, and we were like, we're getting heart attacks just looking at our neighbors and trying to talk them out of using Roundup. Well, like this is where I drove up. He has the most beautiful lawn, and he and his father-in-law lie on the grass and pick out weeds. So I actually thought that his beautiful lawn was because of manual labor. So I drive home one day, 
And I see he's walking around with a portable can of glyphosate spritzing his yard. And I was like, round. Yeah. And I was like, I walked in the house. I said, Ed, our neighbor sprays glyphosate. I mean, I never really thought about it. Right. But like we have like all our, we have our organic vegetables and fruit trees and we have like this back beautiful backyard and our neighbor to the right doesn't spray because he has a dog our neighbor to the left doesn't spray i don't know why but he doesn't it's it's like even if we try the hardest next door you never know drift or you do know unfortunately right yeah and you get that your neighbor drift and so then you look at okay well we're all getting exposed so what can you do so saunas we know the evidence on saunas four to seven times a week will also reduce all-cause mortality by 50%. So you can see the premise actually, Wendy, is don't die. And and there are, and it is on, and it is on these components of like, look, we know we have levels of toxicity. I, I truly believe as humans, we have not been taught how powerful we are. So, you know, we've, we've got these kind of practical things that we can put in saunas, um, exercise, movement, cardiovascular disease. So one of the things on that front would be to do VO2 max testing, which is this is, you know, putting somebody on a bike or a, a runner, you do a full EKG lead and you're measuring forced volume of oxygen out of the system. And then once you pass an anaerobic threshold of like, you can't get any more oxygen in because you're utilizing it so quickly, you see what does the heart and the lungs do? So that is the best predictor of longevity that I have found because it can pick up cardiovascular, microvascular changes 10 to 15 years before it ever becomes macrovasculature, right? We know the first symptom of cardiovascular disease a lot of times kills the person, which is a heart attack. And they had no, you know, no uh, symptoms before. Well, we know in the medical world, that's maybe not true, but they weren't listening to some of the earlier more subtle symptoms of what that was. Uh, okay, so rule number one is don't die. Rule number two is optimize the function. Rule number three, see rule number one. Yes. That's like well, the bottle, body boil too. it down. But it's pay attention. We want to keep it simple. <laughs> well, we spend a lot of time talking to our patients of, like, listen, listen, listen. If your body's tired, listen. Don't, don't, you don't need to caffeinate. It's not a caffeine deficiency. If your body's in pain, Listen to the ouchies. If you if we give you a few supplements, ouchies. Huh? Ouchies. Ouchies. If you if I give you too many supplements and they don't feel good, stop. Listen to your body. It's not. Don't give away your power. Don't give away your authority of your own body. So it's one of those like. I think when you talk about people having educated, people are educated to say, at least the old time. Older generations, doctors know everything. You listen to what they say, take your pills, don't, don't, you'll be fine. And the new conversation is, at least on our side, I think, I'm sure it's the same in yours, is your body has the, the innate intelligence it needs. Listen to what your body says. Get some inspiration from people, could be doctors or whatever's the right place for you. But you gotta listen and what's you gotta actually pay attention and slow down enough. Yeah. It's it's like that Cat Stevens song, The Answer Lies Within, right? So it's it is uh, the in, intelligence is speaking in the apparatus of our bodies. And 
I think as great clinicians and providers, we, the ones that listen, like you're saying, you're coaching and educating your patient base on, you've got to listen to your body. Like, and that's what all I do. I say, I do a lot of nothing all day. Um, you know, it's the body, it's the person and it's the, you know, the levers that we push on. I can hold the space. I can create the, the certainty or at least knowingness that, one, we have a safe space. Two, we're turning over the stones that we need to turn over. But ultimately, it is the individual doing the work. They're the ones that are telling us what is the what's the path here to Wellville? How do we get back there? So, I, I, yeah, I love that. Like, I, and that is that component of really empowering the person to trust their their wisdom and really getting them back in touch with that. Because what has happened now when people get into a fear based component, they're not able to access their prefrontal cortex, which is where all of the possibilities exist. So when we're in our limbic and amygdala, which is fear, when you're under fear or feel like, okay, when's the other, when's the other shoe going to fall? Or, you know, some like we're being vigilant, like we just went through, you know, three years of major propaganda around fearing other. And uh, some people are still in living in that fear. Well, that fear doesn't allow them to access their greatness or all of the resources and possibilities that exist for them. So I want to make sure in this discussion around longevity, we're talking mindset as well. And it seems like that's a good lead in to bring that into our conversation where, you know, we, we've got um, some great research coming out from the Joe Dispenza camp around, you know, meditation, turning on serpene A5. Uh, gene, which is potently anti-inflammatory and, you know, really helps the body get into a relaxed, regenerative state, parasympathetic activity. So there are those aspects of care that really there's no time in conventional medicine to address any of that. And there is no rep coming to the office saying, are you getting your patients to meditate? Headspace isn't coming over your office. They came over, the reps came over my office. And <laughs> oh, there you go. So I think this is a good time to recap because we're, we're sort of drawing near to the end where it's, I, I gave you a hard time about don't die because it sounds so like kind of snarky, but really if you can stay long enough and healthy enough at even at a sort of basic level, technology will advance to keep you moving, to keep you alive. What did you call that? Escape velocity. Escape velocity. That's what it is. Okay. So if you stay alive long enough, escape velocity will help. Timed fasting, stress reduction, sleep. Saunas. Sauna, detox. I think detox is a category, movement, and food. Yeah. And, And love. Love wasn't mentioned there. So like having a community. I am so glad you brought up love. And it actually sounds like a very big hippie agenda right there. But it is, it is all about the heart. You know, in Chinese medicine, we talk about the heart as the emperor, empress, and it's all guided by the heart. So it's, you know, how do we help people gain their full faculties back, get into heart and brain coherence and create from their heart space? So love is the answer. It is the the vibration that is healing. It We all desire it as humans. Uh, and so like that is, that's the secret special sauce there. Now we don't have that in a bottle, but the way that you get there is by opening your heart and allowing it in. So that I'm really glad that you brought that up, Wendy. So where can people find you? Oh, Cause I know I'm sure our listeners will have 
a lot of questions. Yeah, we're scratching the surface here. Yeah, I know that was we we rambled right on through there. So it's Dr. Greg Eckel, uh, Nature Cures with an S Clinic.com. Also be vital, the letter B vitalpc.com. So we've got that's we just opened up our second clinic in Park City, Utah. So we're out of Portland, Oregon, Park City, Utah. Thank you. And um, and we're also worldwide. So we do a lot of telemedicine. Uh, we do consults. I've got some great heart centered providers here. Um, and you know, we're out to make a difference. So, you know, my encouragement is you don't have to go it alone and just get into a conversation with these two lovely providers here or contact us and we'd, we, you know, we're here for you. Awesome. Awesome. Greg, thank you. Am I closing? Oh, you're always close. What do you mean? <laughs> Greg, thanks for being here. Thanks for, for listening to another episode of the Five Journeys podcast, Live Like You Matter. Our guest today was Dr. Greg Eckel, and all of the ways to find him are in the show notes. And if you like the show, give us a like and share it with a friend so we can spread the word. Have a good day. Inspire and empower someone else by leaving a five-star review. So they can transform their lives too.